Succeed in AMP, the podcast focused on you, the AMP instructor. Succeed in AMP is dedicated to the sharing of ideas, best practices, teaching tips, lots of educational solutions, and other exciting topics in anatomy and physiology. I'm Valerie Kramer, the marketing manager for AMP here at McGraw Hill, and the host of our show, Succeed in AMP. And uh, yes, this has me coming to you from my home office in Iowa where our life sciences are based. So I hope this finds everyone out there well, staying healthy and safe. Uh, this term really has been unlike any other. And COVID-19 has really challenged us in ways we never imagined, including online learning very quickly. So I hope the transition to fully online has been as smooth as possible for everyone out there. Mm -hmm. So today I'm very excited to introduce my colleague who has a great deal of experience and has done really incredible things here at McGraw-Hill. She's also spent quite some time chatting with instructors like you to bring some of our best tools to the market. So I've chatted long enough. Uh, without further ado, welcome, Laura Nyan. Thank you, Valerie. It's such a privilege to be here. Uh, I have been working for the AMP team for two and a half years, but this is my first time on Succeed in AMP, and, and actually, it's my very first podcast ever, so very exciting. Thank you. Awesome. Well, and this is a perfect time uh, to share the products that you most recently brought to market, including the new Connect Virtual Labs. But before we get into all that, let's hear more about you and some of your background and what you do here at McGraw-Hill. Okay. Well, I am the lead product developer for Life Sciences and Health Professions, which basically means that I just help to to lead a great team of product developers who work across all of life sciences, AMP, biology, uh, some geosciences and health professions as they build out, you know, all sorts of fantastic content. I've been with McGraw-Hill for about uh, 15 years almost, and I've held a variety of roles, but this is by far, I think, my favorite and the one that's been really exciting with so much innovation and really great product build and, and product release. Well, that's awesome. And now you can add to your resume podcast interviewee. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Thank there, you, yeah. Laura. <laughs> We're so lucky to have you. My gosh, we do. Um, we could not do everything we get done uh, without you. And for those instructors who have been lucky enough to work with you, um, you all know that she is awesome at getting things done and getting them done thoroughly and accurately. So we're very lucky. So what are some of the projects that you've worked on? Um, I know there's a lot, so maybe a few of your favorites. Well, 15 years is a long time. So I've had a number of favorites and a number of good things, but I've been really lucky to work with some fantastic author teams, uh, primarily in other roles through physical sciences or engineering. And I've learned a tremendous amount from all of those. I've been really involved in digital platforms and digital authoring tools. That was always really exciting. But coincidentally, things kind of, you know, have a way of coming full circle. And in one of my previous roles, I was involved in the early Learn Smart Technologies builds and the early releases of some of the different uh, products that, that were introduced through McGraw-Hill. So, now, you know, we're really coming back to that and, and the labs product that was started years ago, and, and now I'm involved again. So it's, it's definitely been my most challenging and exciting product that I've worked on in all of my years. Oh, that's great. So did you work on the first Learn Smart Labs, too? I worked on the first Learn Smart Labs, but I was in chemistry at the time. So 
and I didn't have, I didn't have this large role (laughs) in them. I, I was a bit player, but I was involved and I was involved in uh, some of the learning resource products that we built through chemistry. So, uh, so familiar and, and a lot of memory there. Absolutely. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So on that note, um, what I'd love for us to focus on, uh, which is the new virtual labs and one of my favorite products, uh, because we've had the opportunity to truly help so many instructors um, based on the current life we're living with the very quick transition to moving online and even moving the lab space online with uh, the Connect Virtual Labs. So, That's been uh, gratifying to help so many instructors get online very quickly. Absolutely. Uh, This whole how labs has come in and played a role in in being an asset so quickly and in kind of unexpected ways even has been really incredible. And and seeing it become this aid is, is really cool for all of us who've been involved. Yeah, so uh, Virtual Labs is uh, a second-generation product. The first was called Learn Smart Labs, as I just mentioned, and it was built in Flash technology. So with the technology of Flash going away at the end of 2020, it really gave our team a really huge opportunity to do a whole complete revision. So we know that production times can be quite long um, and challenging. So Could you share with us just a little bit about when you started this project and maybe a few details and how you got it off the ground? Sure. I really got involved with this project right after I came into the life sciences team. So over two years ago, probably almost two and a half years ago, I got involved. And I wasn't even the original player here. So there were people doing research and starting the project and recognizing the need to replace these flash-based labs uh, long before I was even involved. But there was a lot of recognition from the team about how valuable these were and how we needed to to review them, do a complete rebuild, and take into account all of the feedback we had from instructors to, to really make them into everything that they are now. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it's always interesting to hear, you know, the backstory and hear the background of how everything comes to fruition. So, so one thing to note um, is that this product came from lots of instructor and student feedback. So, once the logistics were work out, worked out, how did you incorporate some of their input and and gather them together to, to get this information? It really was a massive team effort. Uh, like I said, with a lot of people involved before I was. And we got a lot of that information and, and incorporated it through symposia that we held. We, we met with a lot of people who were using the current Learn Smart Labs and discussed with them ways that we could improve the current product and just make it more student-friendly, uh, a better experience for everybody. So there was a lot of conversation had at multiple events to try to, to really get at this. And and other, you know, less formal surveys and things like that as well. Yeah, so um, it's always cool that to know that instruct, what instructors wanted and how we could apply most of that to the new product. What were some of the top things that instructors and even students shared that they wanted to see updated? There were some very strong opinions. <laughs> so <laughs> one, of the things, 
one of the things that um, we heard a lot was about the coach. The Learn Smart Labs had a talking coach, and that was just kind of obtrusive and not um, maybe as helpful as originally intended. So we had a lot of feedback about that. We had a lot of feedback about the instructions and how they were a little bit hard to follow and hard to use in the current LearnSmart Labs. So we really wanted to revisit how the interface was created so that the instructions were much easier for the students to access and follow. Uh, there were also lots of conversations about modularity and how we could recreate these in a way that they would be used in a variety of different ways and not um, they were a little fixed the way they were in LearnSmart Labs. You, you had to kind of assign everything all together and, and instructors wanted some flexibility there so that they could have different use cases for the simulations. Oh yeah, that makes sense. This is just the one area that we do at McGraw-Hill that always makes me so proud to work here is that we don't just create products for us. We listen and create the products for instructors and students. So it's all such a cool process. Absolutely. We, we really start every project with looking at and getting feedback on what the instructor sees as their greatest challenges and how we might be able to help solve those challenges. And then we absolutely want to vet that information too and get their feedback. So that was another part of it is we, we listened and we took in the feedback and then we showed suggestions and, and talked about possible solutions and really made sure that we were getting buy-in and that we were meeting the, the actual need. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so with the new virtual labs, some of the most common things we hear is how realistic the labs are. And I personally love how it's not cartoony, that it actually is you interacting and being realistic with that realistic artwork. Is there anything yeah. about the artwork that is really interesting? You know, the artwork was something else that we got feedback about, but that artwork was, it was all very positive feedback <laughs> around the artwork. Oh, so the, the artwork that you see in virtual labs is the same original artwork that was part of Learn Smart Labs and that instructors really liked. We were very lucky that we could maintain that aspect um, and carry it into the virtual labs. Very cool. So what are some other aspects that were improved in the labs? And for those who have used LearnSmart Labs, are there any different simulations? You know, some of the things that we focus on in addition to uh, interface and, and student experience were tackling accessibility and making sure that the simulations were mobile friendly. The world has just changed tremendously since the LearnSmart Labs were originally built, and those considerations weren't quite as needed as they are now. So accessibility <laughs> was really important to us um, for today's students and the administrations. It puts instructors at ease knowing that, you know, the, these labs are available to be used by all students. And uh, we know that tablets are common. And, and again, like you said, with a sudden move online, there's a lot of people doing things on tablets and, and other devices, we wanted to make sure that it was a, that they could access all of the the simulations from whatever they they had available. Um, as for as for the list of labs, we maintained all the labs that we had in one way or another. Uh, we we made sure we recreated everything in the new platform because 
we had customers relying on those. However, we'll mm-hmm. continue to add more labs as we, you know, as we keep coming, keep going in the coming semesters. Yeah, so exciting. I love that we're going to be able to even grow it bigger than it originally was. And one of those labs that um, AMP instructors um, ask about is the urinalysis lab, and it is coming soon. So um, excited to share that information as well. And we also had another symposia event after the labs were um, redone and gained some really great feedback on future labs. So always thankful Mm -hmm. for your feedback as instructors and uh, being able to integrate that. So what has been, uh, there's always a challenge with every project. What has been the most challenging component about this project, Laura? Really, I think the biggest challenge is mostly around time. Uh, We wanted to move quickly. We wanted to make sure that we were able to get these labs rebuilt uh, before flash went away and not have any loss of continuity for instructors and students. So that was a big part of it. Um, I'm sure the accessibility was a challenge, not for me so much, but the developers have really spent a lot of time tackling that and making sure that they've done their due diligence and done a really great job. So um, I think that has also been a, a big focus. Yeah, interesting. And when we say accessibility, that's really um, up to the WCAG 2.0 standards, which is the highest level of digital learning for use with a screen reader and keyboard navigation. So it's just kind of a nice thing that uh, you can check off the list when you go to use a product like this. Absolutely. So what has been the most fun and rewarding part of the project? (laughs) I'd say we're getting to the most fun and rewarding right now. Uh, seeing them go live, <laughs> starting starting with our pilots when we first saw the, the first students using them, um, getting them activated this spring while maybe a challenge at times was also very fun and rewarding. It's been great to see uh, student feedback. It's been great to just see the number of users who've been in actually going through the simulations. So that's been really fun and, and really rewarding for, I hope, the whole team because it, it really, it's been such a large group effort. Absolutely. It has been awesome seeing it all together and uh, just really seeing all the pieces come together and working with such a great team. Uh, but I think the other thing is just the reaction from the instructors and just the sigh of relief, especially now uh, during this really difficult, uh, just crazy time that when instructors discovered that we were launching the labs a little early and that there was actually an outlet to move their in-person lab online, there was just a sigh of relief. So that, that was rewarding to, to hear it helped so many people. <laughs> All right, well, Laura, is there anything more that you'd like to add or share with our listeners? You know, just, just what you said earlier, you know, kind of stay tuned and see what else we have to bring to this. And, and please give, give your feedback and, you know, use them, test them out, because we really want this product to be uh, everything that you need, everything that the students need. And uh, so we're, we're really excited to be where we are, and we're looking forward to all we can do in the future. Great. Thank you so much, Laura. And I think um, that's another note inside the lab product. If you are using it, 
um, inside virtual labs, you can't, there is a feedback button. Um, and that actually comes right back to our team. So if you're in the lab and playing around and uh, would like to see something improved or have any ideas, you can actually submit that right there in the product. So uh, Laura will be reviewing those as they come through. <laughs> Well, I can't thank you enough for all the work you do to help everyone out there, Laura, and for all the incredible hardworking and the can-do attitude that you do it with. Um, if you want to learn more about the virtual labs or any uh, of our tools, please feel free to reach out to me directly at Valerie.Kramer, that's K-R-A-M-E-R, at mheducation.com. And as always, we are here to help and provide solutions to any of the challenges that you may have in your A&T course. And your success is what we strive for. So thank you again, Laura, for being with us today. And thank you all for listening to today's episode of Succeed in A&P. And tune in next week for an update on anatomy and physiology revealed.